Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Moving to the book of uh, Acts 17, uh, I'll be using the Living Bible translation. It reads as follows. Now Paul and Silas traveled through the towns of Amphipolis and Apollonia and came to Thessalonica, where there was uh, a Jewish synagogue. So this is where uh, Thessalonians comes from. As was Paul's custom, he went to the synagogue service for three Sabbaths in a row. He interpreted the scriptures to the people. He was explaining and proving the prophecies about the sufferings of the Messiah and his rising from the dead. He said that this Jesus I'm telling you about is the Messiah. Some who listened were persuaded and became convinced, including a large number of godly Greek men and also many important women of the city. But the Jewish leaders were jealous, so they gathered some worthless fellows from the streets to form a mob and start a riot. We see this a lot even in our times. They attacked the house of Jason searching for Paul and Silas so they could drag them out to the crowd. Not finding them there, they dragged out Jason and some of the other believers instead and took them before the city council. Paul and Silas had turned the rest of the world upside down and now they are here disturbing our city, they shouted. And Jason has led them into his home. They are all guilty of treason against Caesar. For they profess allegiance to another king, Jesus. The people of the city as well as the city officials were thrown into turmoil by these reports. But the officials released Jason and the other believers after they had posted bail. Oh my word, wow, this is interesting. Uh, reading verse 9, I actually didn't realize that bail has been here for, for some time now. Hey, So it says that, um, verse 10, That very night the believers sent Paul and Silas to Berea when they arrived. There they went to the synagogue, and the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures day after day to check up on Paul and Silas to see if they were teaching the truth. Can we implement this, please? The body of Christ, believers, family, like, please, can we implement verse 11? Just go to the Acts, Acts 17, verse 11. Can we just implement this, please? I, I just want this to happen. Please, can we just implement this? Like, I really, really urge you guys to... Yo, like the fact that the like the people there, they search the scriptures day after day to check up on Paul and Silas to see if they were really teaching the truth. A lot of us don't even do that. A lot of us are scared. We just listen to a sermon. Not, we don't even open our Bibles. We don't even go through uh, what was being said. I mean... We just overlook a lot of things. There's so many things that we overlook. There's so, literally, there's so many things that we overlook. Like, I also have overlooked a lot of things, right? I actually want to share a testimony with you, um, family. So, a couple of weeks, it's, you know, over a month ago, it's actually over a month ago, yeah. Over a month ago, I met up with, um, with someone and, uh, it was more of a, a meeting, right? Um, so when I get there, you know, um, you get there, you you bring in, you're thinking, oh, this is a meeting. You have your proposals, you have everything in PowerPoint. Everything is ready, right? You have to make a presentation and all. And with that, uh, God uses the person that you are meeting up with uh, to speak through you. So this is what God did, right? God spoke to me with uh, regarding issues of forgiveness and uh, and that I need to, you know, um, call the people who have hurt me, tell them how they hurt me, and then... Uh, set them free and forgive them and this was hard because like the people who hurt me are people close to me people which i i really loved right and it made me realize that you know what um 
you cannot be hurt by people you do not care about. You actually get hurt by people you care about, people of utmost value to you. So with everything that happened, I had to go home. I think it took me a week to actually, you know, realize that, you know what, God uh, actually wants me to do this. And before this, right, God has been speaking to me through different people and also to me personally regarding the issue of forgiveness and letting go of people and just, you know, being set free. And the other time uh, God spoke, uh, we were, I was sitting with my husband, we were just speaking about uh, just... Uh, we were just speaking about certain individuals and he, he said something, right? And this was after I met, with, I, I did the, the the presentation and in the presentation, I was just told to go back to God and focus on the issue of forgiveness because God wants me to forgive people. So as I'm speaking with my husband uh, and I didn't tell him about how that went. So as I'm speaking to him, um, he's even mentioning that the sad thing about, you know, um, being hurt and uh, other is the fact that peep, the person who has hurt you, they either don't care, they have no idea, and they are moving on with your life. And the hurt and the baggage is left with you, the person who has been hurt. And that made me think uh, think a lot. Hey, it made me think. I you know, I thought. Yo, it made me think a lot. And in that thinking, you know, it made me understand that I I have to do a lot of things differently. And... It made me understand that, you know what, all the people who have hurt me, number one, probably didn't see anything wrong with it. They're used to doing it. Number two, they don't even think they're wrong. They think they're right. Number four, they, they've they moved on. They don't even remember what they did. And I'm out here uh, still holding on to the hurt that they have caused me. So whenever I see them, whenever I hear their names, whenever I have to do something for them, I can't, you know, do something genuinely. And if you can't, you know, do anything genuinely from the goodness of your heart, what what good does it does it make? So with that being said, I, yeah, I just ended up, you know what, uh, yeah, using obedience and prayer. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed and asked for courage, I asked for courage and ended up doing it. And I think I did, I started with one person and then a couple of days later, I called the that uh, the second person. And after calling the second person, I decided to just uh, call like everyone. You know, though there were others who actually understood and ended up apologizing as well. But then there were those who were like, yeah, telling me like, you know, where to go, like literally take myself and dump into the nearest ocean because I don't deserve to live type of thing, right? And in that, it has taught me that, you know what, forgiveness is not for the other person, but forgiveness is for you. The reason God tells us that, you know, we should cast all our anxieties, all our troubles to him, it's because of such. Because whenever things are happening in your life, you feel the load if you still hold on to it. But if you let go, you won't even feel the burden. You'll, God will just give you strategies on how to get yourself out of a certain mess. And you just apply it and, you know, work through it. And it becomes uh, a great thing. It becomes becomes better even. Let's listen to uh, this great song. And yeah, I'll be, I'll be back after this. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. 
Welcome back. This is the Morning Delight. That's what you tuned into. Hope you're having a great time because I know I am. Um, yeah, as I was just speaking and sharing my testimony, you know, also being reminded by, I noticed that I wasn't applying scripture. You know, the Bible tells us about how we should forgive and when to forgive and how many times you should forgive. I wasn't applying scripture, but yet I was calling myself a believer. You know, being a believer is very hard. People think it's easy. It's not. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's literally hard. You know, it's so hard that you sometimes think about all the things you missed out on. You think about all the opportunities that flew by because you couldn't do anything about them. And in essence, you know, you just end up realizing that, you know what, there's so much to live for and there's so much that you missed out on. Do not miss out on anything. And yeah, let's just focus on being children of God and everything that, you know what, God wants us to to do. And we'll, we'll, I believe we'll do great and we'll do great exploits and amazing things. So it's just going back to scripture. Continuing now, moving on, we're starting at verse 12. So as a result, many Jews believed, and as did some of the prominent Greek women and many men. But when some Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God in Berea, they went there and stirred up trouble. We have such people in our lives anyway. The believers acted at once, sending Paul onto the coast while Silas and Timothy remained behind. Those escorting Paul went with him to Athens, then they returned to Berea with a message for Silas and Timothy to hurry and join him. While Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was deeply troubled by all the idols he saw everywhere in the city. He went to the synagogue to debate with the Jews and the God-fearing Gentiles, and he spoke daily in the public square to all who happened to be there. He also had a debate with some of the uh, Epicurean and uh, Stoic uh, philosophers when he told them about Jesus and his resurrection. They said that this uh, Babla has picked up some strange ideas. Others said he's pushing some foreign religion. Then they took him to the council of philosophers. Come and tell us more about this new religion. They said you are saying some rather he you are saying some rather uh, startling things, and we want to know what it's all about. It should be explained that all the Athenians, or uh, as well as the foreigners in Athens seemed to spend all their time discussing the latest uh, ideas. So Paul standing before the council addressed them as follows. Men of Athens, I noticed that you are very religious. Let's take a break and I'll be continuing from verse 13. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Welcome back to the Morning Delight as we continue from uh, verse 13. We are on the book of Acts chapter uh, Acts chapter 17 verse 23. So we are continuing from there. Uh for as I was walking along, I saw many altars and one of them had this inscription on it to an unknown God. You have been worshipping him without knowing who he is. And now I wish to tell you about him. He's the God who made the world and everything in it. 
Since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. Reminds me of a scripture uh, in Psalms as well. There's a similar scripture. Uh, I love it in the, the speedy language. It says, I don't remember the the pronunciation properly oh, and something like that but like it's 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 quite like it hits it hits home uh 25 and human hands can't serve his needs for he has no needs he himself gives life and breath to everything and he satisfies every need there is for one man he created all the nations throughout the whole earth he decided beforehand which should rise and fall and he determined their boundaries his purpose in all of this was that the nations should seek after God and perhaps feel their way towards him and find him. Okay, so let's hear what the purpose of God was. His purpose in all of this, uh, like, you know, when in all of you know, us being created, the nations throughout the whole world, he decided, like, literally his purpose for, for us breathing and still being alive was, this is found in 27, right? that the nations should seek after God and perhaps fill their way towards him. So that is your purpose. Child of God, as your home, as you, you know, you feel like your life is in chaos, you don't understand what's going on. Remember this. God's purpose was that you should seek after him, perhaps even fill your way towards him and find him. Though he's not far from any one of us. Verse 28, this is one of my favorite scriptures. For in him we live and move and have our being, you know. Uh, it says, as one of your own poets says, we are his offspring. And since this is true, we shouldn't think of God as an idol designed, designed by craftsmen from gold or silver or stone. God overlooked people's former ignorance about these things, but now he commands everyone everywhere to turn away from idols and turn to him. For he has set a day for judging the world with justice by the man he has appointed. And he proved to everyone who this is by raising him from the dead. When they heard Paul speak of the resurrection of a person who had been dead, some laughed, but others said, we want to hear more about this later. That ended Paul's discussion with them. But some joined him and became believers. Among them were uh, Dionysius, a member of the council, a woman named Damaris, and others. So, yeah, like, that is just the, the end of me reading this. So we'll just be unpacking it now. And we'll be um, unpacking it using the, the amplified version. Yes, we'll be using the amplified version. So for now, let's just uh, have a nice groove and listen to uh, Israel Musetla saying Wahalalela. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Welcome back. And that was Pindile Mashaba saying bye before that, I played you Israel Mosetla saying, Wahalalela. 
So we'll just be getting straight into it. And before I forget, I'm your lovely host, Rufile Lamola, with you every Sunday morning. Uh, here right here on the Morning Delight. And I hope you are taking care of yourself. I hope you're taking safety precautions and you know what, being healthy, I believe that it's very important for us to be healthy people, you know, what? for us to take healthy measures and precautions in every single thing that we do. And also, without wasting your time, you can also catch us on MOF 657AM. Also, tune in to DSTV channel, channel 882. And another thing is for you to stream us online on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or for those technologically savvy as well, you can just download our app for easier convenience. Our app is user-friendly, so you don't have to worry about anything. I'm Rifli Lamola, having a great time with you. So we'll just be unpacking the word, um, activating, using the the amplified version. That is what we're going to be using. And yeah, it's quite interesting, actually, like getting to... You know, to read scripture, get to unpack it, get to realize certain things. And you get to be amazed. Hey, I don't want to lie. I got amazed by a couple of scriptures here as I was reading this. There's certain things that literally blew me black, literally. Like, yeah, it was it was a huge bomb. Like, like what? Like, it was that huge. Um, So, yeah, looking at the issue that we, we can see here, I just want to uh, say something that we we can see here in this story how um Paul and Silas, as they were traveling, Paul traveled also with uh, Timothy. Timothy was even with, with Paul here. We, we hear a mention of him, not that much, but we hear that, you know, he, he was uh, also with Paul. Paul even called for him. You know, to come and there was he was somewhere with Silas as well to see. Do you hear that? You know what? Um, he was literally being mentored by by Paul. Paul was literally uh, mentoring him, and now we find that now literally there's so many people who don't wanna uh, be mentored. And like we we know this as believers that we we know so many people, so many young people who feel like you know what they know better, they understand things, but they just don't wanna. Uh, be mentored right and being mentored actually helps you be accountable helps you take responsibility and it helps you to grow as well you know and the other thing is that you don't always have to learn from experience you can learn from other people's experiences and having a mentor actually helps you to learn from their experience and they'll get to uh, show you uh, explain to you what they did how they overcame certain things and actually help you to become better and also help you to avoid literally the mistakes that they avoided themselves and yeah that will help you you know become a better person and also looking at you we hear how the distinction that relationship that paul and timothy had i would love for such a relationship you know i i literally would love for such a relationship and it's something that you know we need to look into especially when we are speaking about god his ways and any other thing that he has to do but yeah as we we continue unpacking uh this we also look at how in every place that they went that when Paul and Silas went to Thessalonica they there were people who gave them the like you know the time of day and there were those who actually didn't so it was yeah it was a bit tricky for for them but then in in actual sense we just you just listen to what's happening and what's going on and we we move forward yeah that's all we can do all we can do is is move forward 
and understanding that even as you preach the gospel of God, there are always oppositions. Remember that there, there is darkness and there is light. So when you are in the light, darkness will try to overrule you. Darkness will try to overtake you. So hence Paul and Silas here, as they're preaching the gospel, there were those who were and there were those who were against because it's how it is. And I love the, the other verse that spoke about, um, you know, uh, as they were preaching the word, people went back into scripture to see if they were telling the truth. And that is something that I would I want to actually speak about. But before I get into it, let's listen to Lungi Ndala saying, Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Get in touch with the truth, the light and the life. 657 AM.